Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the next edition of Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. And we are going to go to our next guest here on BGE here in just a few seconds. She will join us live. And we'll join her on the old skip Skype. I believe we've got our guest. Dr. There. Green, how are you, my friend? Hi! How are you doing? <laughs> Pretty good, actually. You I are... Just sent, I just sent a text saying, where are they? I am I am here, over. my friend. I, I was just wrapping up with uh, our previous guest, Joe Wallenstein, who... Uh, I, I, I got a little starstruck, so when, when I heard Jake and the Fat Man and Knott's Landing, I was all in. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I have, uh, I've got you now, and uh, we have got the great child development author, Dr. Vermeil D. Green with us today. Dr. Green, and heavy on the doctor, uh, she is the author of Please Teach Me Like a Boy, 10 Steps to his success in school and in life and green is the executive director of the boys initiative and uh you can buy the book on amazon as well barnes and noble all the various places and we bring dr green in to the big broadcast here on build grown enjoy and uh so talk to us dr green about the book's been out for a while what's been the response to the book so far oh had a great response great response uh I think there are a lot of books out there uh, on teaching boys and how boys learn, but the, the way I wanted to do it was to make it more uh, teacher friendly. So I wanted to have more of a resource book than a book that they that you sit down and read cover to cover, and I think I accomplished that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Dr. Green joins us today here on a broadcast. Please teach me like I'm a boy. Ten steps to his success in school and in life. And Dr. Green joins us today here on the magic of Skip Skype, the old Skyper, Rooney. And uh, so, Dr. Green, uh, what do you think of the, the current education system? Because I know we've we've talked about this in the past, and it is it is just not really successful. <laughs> The, these poor babies, I feel so sorry for them. And I even feel sorry for their parents because so, too many, um, and not all, but too many school systems are still keeping these babies out of school for, for yeah. really no good reason. You know, our babies need to be back in school. Oh, the suicide rate is climbing. You know, um, I heard a, a term today uh, affecting our children, death by despair and and i wow. when i heard that it just resonated with me i'm thinking these poor children yes that is their life just like it affects um adults if they were to lose their job and lose all the connections that come yep. with their job yep. that's what these babies have done we've taken away their job we've we've taken away their raison d'etre 
You know, their reason. That is me, awesome. That hey, is fantastic. My French teacher would be very proud of me. <laughs> that is that is that is tremendous. You, you you are just one of my favorite guests. We have got Dr. Green with us today. She joins us live here in her broadcast. She's a child development author, and she is the author of the incredibly incredibly great book please teach me like i'm a boy 10 steps to his success in school and in life it is available on amazon and most fine book retailers and um so what do you think the objective in school should be to, to teaching boys and and getting them prepared to go out into the world my friend well, our boys definitely need the basics. They need a good foundation. Yep. yep. Um, that foundation, really, it's more than just reading and writing and arithmetic. Our boys need their mm -hmm. character developed. And character isn't something that happens automatically. It must be taught. Um, there was a time that uh, our boys and our girls were getting taught at home. Uh, but unfortunately, some parents have kind of falling back on their role to do that. Um, it used to be the purview of religious institutions. And unfortunately, a lot of our children are going to um, those religious institutions to, to get that character formation. So it's going to fall back on the school. So if the school steps back and the school stops teaching about being honest, being compassionate, being respectful, being being uh, trustworthy and and those kind of moral virtues, then our children are just lost. So that is an important part of school. In fact, that has been the job of teachers for hundreds of years to teach the morals of the society. So when teachers abdicated that role back in the 70s, when they began to get more into um, I'm okay, you're okay, I can't impose my values upon you. When teachers began to step back, that began, began a downward slide of our children. So that is typical, typically something that must be reinstituted in our schools, especially for our boys. If our boys aren't trained uh, morally, then they have a, a remarkable propensity for damage to do wrong yes and so they they must have that moral training we, we've seen just in recent days it seems like jiggy whenever i talk to you you know something else has happened with one of our young men you know because you know i'm talking about with murder and mass yep. murder and, and yep. shootings and stuff like that because they're not being taught first of all that you know uh they they have to have a certain respect for life. Yes. They have to have a sense of morality, a sense of right and wrong. You've hit that on the head, my friend. Dr. Green with us today. She joins us live here in a broadcast. Now, one of the things that I'm always, um, you know, just blown away by is the crime rate that is going on in just the, the community in general. Um, do you think that that wouldn't happen as much if there were more fathers in the home? Because they, you know, they they would lay down the law and, you know, as Michael Savage sometimes likes to say, he would smack him in the head and he'd say, act right. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Absolutely, positively. 
when uh, they had a hearing on Capitol Hill maybe a, a few years ago, and they, they decried uh, the uh, effect of, of racism on black children. They're saying, oh, you know, racism and white supremacy, you know, that's really, you know, tearing apart our young black people. But really, when it comes to that, we black people, we have dealt with racism for the past 300 years. We thrive despite Jim Crow, even in slavery. We thrive because we had family. And it was the strength of the family that kept us right. And fathers are the strength of the family. And I know a lot of feminists are going to say, no, what are you doing? No, that's terrible. That's terrible. But our fathers, our fathers are a, a, a vital part of our boys' lives and our little girls' lives. It's the fathers that show our boys, this is what a man looks like. This is how a man should treat a woman when he sees his father, how he treats his mother. And, and prayerfully, it's, it's in a positive way. And also fathers affirm their daughters. Girls need to be uh, recognized by their fathers. Um, my dad was absolutely wonderful in that way and that he helped develop my self-esteem. He let me know that I was the cutest little girl that ever lived. That way, when the first guy came along wanting to flatter me, you know, I was, just, you know, I'm showing him the hand because, hey, I don't need you to tell me that I'm cute. My daddy tells me I'm cute. And also, our fathers also are the strength of our culture. Who builds the roads? Who fights the wars? It's our men. So fatherlessness has decimated the Black family. I heard that over 70 percent of black babies born now are born into single parent homes and and no culture no race can can survive for long with those kind of statistics you know we need fathers strong fathers in the home we don't need sperm donors we need these men to come and say yep. i'm going to take care of my wife wife marriage, wife, I'm going to take care of my children. Yes. I'm not going to take, you know, e even if you got a, a, a baby mama, still you need to be in there taking care of your responsibilities. So fatherlessness is crucial because that's going to affect education. It's going to affect, uh, affect economics. It's going to affect every strata in society, fatherlessness. And that is what has hurt not just the black family, but all families. That is what is hurting our whole um, nation. You couldn't have said it any better. We have got Dr. Green with us today. She joins us live here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. The BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. And Dr. Green has been a school teacher and administrator for more than 45 years, although she doesn't look it. <laughs> she holds degrees from Dickinson College, George Washington University, and uh, many other great colleges and institutions. She is fantastic, and she joins us today here on our broadcast. It's amazing that you're a uh, you're a grandmother. I, oh, I yeah. just I I would not peg you for being that experienced, as they say. <laughs> Uh, but uh, very diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I'll tell you, I have I have been around many, many an older black lady in the past, and I do not want you coming up outside my head. So <laughs> I want I want to make sure that we uh, <laughs> we that we give you a lot of respect, my friend. Uh-huh. Now, um, Doctor Green, this book, please teach me like a boy, ten steps to the to his success in school and life. Uh, the book is available on Amazon and all the major book retailers. Uh, wh- what what do you th- what do you want people to get out of your book? I want them first of all to realize that boys learn differently than girls. That the way that you teach a healthy little boy is going to be in many ways different than the way you would teach a little girl, and we need to stop forcing these little boys into a mold that we create in our minds of how a child should act, how a child should learn, be it at school or be it at home. Boys are different. And I even have to remind my daughter who has two sons and a daughter, and she should know because she used to teach at my all boys school. So she, she does better than most. But sometimes, you know, she's on a video chat with me and her son runs up the steps, jumps from the top step down to the bottom, runs around the the, 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 the stove. And, and she says, you need to stop that. I said, Vanessa, leave him alone. He is a boy. And she says, yes, mom, I remember he's a boy. You know, we're going to civilize them, of course, you know, socialize them. But at the when it comes to allowing them to be free, you know, you just, hey, what you do, you don't yell at them. You don't criticize them. You open the door and let them go run out in the backyard or something. In schools, forcing these little boys to sit in this hard chair all day long, he wants to get up. He wants to crawl under the desk. He wants to go wrestle with his friends. He wants to jump up and down. He wants to do some jumping jacks. And and, and if he's always being told, sit down, no, don't do that. Don't hit him. Don't, don't Stop, stop, stop then he begins to think everything I want to do is not allowed in school. School is not for me. School is for little girls being taught by big girls, and it's not for me. We wonder why we don't have more men teachers. Well, what man, after suffering that kind of mental abuse for 12 years, being taught that, you know, you, you know, you got to act this way. You, the things that you want to write about, you can't write, you can't write about par- pirates and knife fights. You got to write about di- daisies and love and, and, and all those kind of good things. You can't draw pir- pi- uh, pictures with the blood squirting out of the heads and heads. Shaking. No, no, no. You've got to draw pictures of flowers and, and pretty little houses on the hill. So they're being taught from an early age that what you like to do, what you enjoy, it's off limits here in the school. So what man is going to want to turn around in his yes. adult life and take on a career and have to actually go to a school every day for his adult life? Mm-mm. Well, I'll tell you, Dr. Green, I had uh, a lot of great uh, male teachers. I don't think I had... A bad male teacher when oh, when, when I was when I was going to school, and I, I think it was just because they were brought up in a little bit different of a time than now. With as you mentioned, all the shenanigans that takes place in schools, I just I, I am just flat out amazed at some of the nonsense 
that kids have to put up with nowadays. Uh, I seen a thing uh, the other day, which I'm glad it's getting more more press attention because maybe uh, if it gets enough press attention, we'll, we'll, we'll shut all this crap down. But I I heard um, I, I seen a video the other day of these two little girls that were at a drag show in California or something. And they were being, you know, essentially prostituted up there. And then I see, you know, like this drag queen story time, some all this nonsense. And I'm like, kids really have to put up with a lot of crap these days. And shame on their parents for allowing that. Well, that too. They need to be showing up en masse. At the, at the next board meeting and saying, how dare you yes. do this to my child? Well, you know, you know, Dr. Green, what, what's, what, what's, what's kind of hilarious, you know, we were talking earlier, I was, I was joking with you earlier about, you know, I didn't want you to come upside my head, but what's funny is the video that, that got taken of, uh, of, of these two little girls at this, at this drag queen show or whatever was taken ironically by an older black lady and she immediately she's like why they got them kids out here at 10 30 at night and it's like she was raised right <laughs> by her mother to know that this is wrong yes yes <laughs> yes and i don't know why uh, why these these parents are putting up with this stuff um i think they've been shamed into silence Yes. You know, they, they, they want to be progressive. Oh, yes. <laughs> they want to be progressive. They want to be with it. You know, they want to be their children's friend. Children don't need more friends. They have <laughs> friends. They need parents. Yes. Need responsible adults who know what it will take to survive in society. Well, and, and I and I have seen, I have seen firsthand <laughs> many occasions. In, in, in fact, the way that my, um, the way one of my cousins was raised, her mother wanted to be her buddy, wanted to be her friend and all this. And her father wanted to be her father. And it seems like when she was growing up and she was going back and forth between the two households, when she was living with her mom, it was party time, having fun, all the craziness. But for whatever reason, it was so strange that when she would move in with her dad, she would get lined out, she would get a job, she would get an apartment, she would start paying her bills. And then, of course, then she'd move out and it would all go to hell. But <laughs> that, that, that your point was proven in the fact that parents need to be parents. Absolutely. Absolutely. And kids need they need restraints. They need boundaries. Yes. You know, boundaries with boundaries come security. It is it is scary out there. And when you're when oh, believe me, doctor. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it's scary when you're allowed to just, you know, just go out there and do anything and everything you want. That's scary. I mean, it might be fun for a while, but after a while, you know, it, it, it gets scary. 
Children need boundaries. We all need boundaries. We need to be told you can't do this and you shouldn't do this. And if you do this, this is going to hurt you. We need to be told well, that. And and I'll tell you, uh, one of the things that uh, I always love talking to you because you 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 always have such great insight. And I always seem to have crazy Comes with age. Comes uh, with age. <laughs> I always have crazy stories that I tell you, and then and then you turn them around and turn them into a life lesson. It's great, but uh, <laughs> but you know, fairly recently, my my fiance's I guess we'll use that term fiance's daughter. Um, she's getting ready to be a teenager, although I think she's a teenager now. Um, she's got a cell phone. She's got the TV in her room. She's got all the nonsense. And you can't get this little girl to do dishes. You can't get her to do things. And I told I told Brittany one day, I said, you need to start taking the TVs away and the phones away. And one day she shows up over at grandma's house and she goes, give me the phone. We're going home and doing dishes. The dishes got done. <laughs> so I'm like, it must work. Yes, yes. I mean, these children, they, they feel so entitled. Oh, oh they do. Oh, they feel so entitled that, you know, I deserve a TV. We, and when I was coming up, we had a TV, one TV in the house. You know, and, and that was it. TV in my room. I think when I became a teenager, I, um, I, my, my parents gave me this small little 12 inch Black yes, and white I had one of those room. too. Yes. <laughs> but by that time, you know, I was a teenager. I was a straight A student. You know, I was obedient. I didn't go anywhere. I guess my parents felt sorry for me. I didn't go out to parties. I didn't go hang out on the corner. The only thing I did was stay in my room and do homework. So I guess they kind of felt sorry for me. But some of these kids <laughs> nowadays, they just feel so entitled. A, 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 a phone? Their own cell phone. Yeah. Okay, you can have a cell phone, but you gonna give me the password to it. I'm gonna. You, oh, it to you better day. believe it. You better believe it. And one oh, of the things, please. one of the things that I used to find was so strange is I would see these, I would see these 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 little boys and little girls out there wandering around with cell phones. And I'm, I'm, my, my 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 first thought was always, who are you calling? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're eight. <laughs> who are you calling? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they had a nicer phone than me, than me, and I had a job. I mean, well, goodness. that too. Oh my word! And then uh, the worst thing they can do is to have a phone that's not having all the latest, greatest, you know, that their that their friends have. Oh, oh my, yeah, it, it's just like child abuse. The fact that I don't have a phone that will do what my best friend does. Oh, that's right. Oh my goodness. You know, I had a flip phone up until a couple of years ago, and my sister was embarrassed for me to have it. I loved my flip phone. Hey, so, I'll tell you, I love those flip phones. Yes. I, you know, one of, one of the things that I always like to tell people is I I never was able to, to get one of these, and I always wanted like a BlackBerry. And people are like, what? We got cell phones out. <sighs> Screw those cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> My my favorite is these people that get these phones, doctor, and then they never can pick them up. And I'm like, it's right way with you. <laughs> pick up the phone. Answer my call. That's right. Don't you know who I am? They can oh. do they can do everything, but 
Answer the phone. It's amazing. Well, uh, well, doctor, as we wrap up here with you, my friend, you, you once again, uh, have, have hit this out of the park as you always do. Uh, what is next for you as an author now that this book is out there and, and you're on radio and TV and doing all sorts of things? Well, um, my next book, and I kind of floated the idea to my sister. She's my inspiration. She was the inspiration for this book is, um, another book. But this time from a little girl saying, teacher, can you please help the boys? And it's a little girl this time (laughs) asking the teacher, if you could please talk to these boys, because this is what they're doing. But we girls do this because I think while parents need to know how boys learn, they need to also know how girls learn and the contrast between them. So uh, my last book was written during the 2020 quarantine. I don't know if it will take another quarantine for me to write the next one. I hope not. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. Well, Dr. Green, once again, you you always hit it out of the park, my friend. And uh, I appreciate you making time for us. And thanks for coming on Build, Grow, and Enjoy this week. I really appreciate it, Dr. Green. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, You my friend. Have a wonderful day. I will talk to you soon. There she goes. Dr. Green, Dr. Vermeil D. Green, our guest this week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. That is Build, Grow, and Enjoy online at buildgrownandjoy.com. And that will wrap it up here, and we will see you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.